for her. Along with the short skirt, dark brown tights, and the soft, fitted beige thigh-high rocker chick boots, the outfit screamed money, good times, boldness, and sex. In other words, it had caddies stamped all over it. Stacy's stare lingered on the tops of Eleanor's breasts. The suede bodice had cupped them softly in a seduction that was somehow both tasteful and flagrant at once. It wasn't just a sensual invitation to Trey Reardon, either. Eleanor herself was being seduced by the feeling of the suede against her bare breasts. That's quite an outfit. Stacy finally said, disbelievingly, as she held out a claim ticket for Eleanor's phone. Not your typical work wardrobe, that's for sure. What's the occasion? Eleanor shrugged, reached into her bag, and withdrew her reading choice for the evening. I'm reading a very sexy book. Normally, she wouldn't have the nerve. It was Caddy's outfit that made her say it. Ignoring Stacy's open-mouthed shock at her book choice for what was supposed to be a serious, highbrow literary event, Eleanor plucked the claim ticket out of Stacy's hand and strode into the quickly filling historic grounds coffee shop. The thigh-high boots she wore were the equivalent of sexual jet fuel. They weren't fuck-me boots, necessarily. They had only a half-inch flat heel, but they hugged her legs tightly showing off their shape. Eleanor would more describe them as fuck you boots, and maybe me, if you've got some major balls. Trey Reardon did. Her fingers were crossed. It was surprising how easy it was to play the part while wearing Caddy's clothing. Eleanor suspected this was how all understudies felt when they first donned the star's wardrobe and felt the rush of an enraptured audience. Not that she was interested in the audience in general, Eleanor acknowledged, as she scanned the crowd and several men's stares landed on her and stuck. It was flattering, of course. A month ago, she would have grown giddy at the idea of men going glassy-eyed when they looked at her. That was before she'd sampled a couple of the outfits she'd inherited from Caddy and noticed their effect on people. She should skip ordering coffee, knowing it wasn't a good idea to add caffeine to her nervous excitement. Her jitters only amplified when she couldn't locate her target audience. Jimmy had told her Trey Reardon's name had been the second one on the list when he'd signed up for the Historical Society reading event a month ago. Surely, such eagerness implied he wasn't likely to change his mind? Just as her heart began to sink in disappointment, she saw the back of his golden brown hair and those edible shoulders beneath a light blue shirt. How could she have missed him? He was only ten feet away from her. She was used to seeing him from the distance between the two adjacent buildings. That was the problem. Plus, he'd grown even leaner in the past month. His waist appeared especially narrow in comparison to his powerful back and shoulders. Even though he probably had lost negligible weight, his muscles were even more pronounced than they'd been in the past. Eleanor wondered what had him appearing so wiry and fighting lean. He bent, 
and withdrew a leather-bound book from his briefcase. His close proximity struck her as surreal. Her heartbeat started to drum in her ears, but whether the rhythm was a death march or a sexual tattoo, Eleanor couldn't say. I'm going to make a hot mess of this. For a charged few seconds, she experienced a strong urge to run. Sure, she'd dressed in Caddy's clothes a few times, but only Jimmy and her parents had ever really seen her in them. And with them, it was impossible to thoroughly disguise bookish, distracted Eleanor, whom they knew all too well. There was still time to run home, cuddle up on her couch with a bag of Cheetos, and watch the latest episode of The Librarians. But as a dazed state of fear descended upon her, she found her vision narrowing on Trey's right.